Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. And I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope Show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Lady, we've got a great show today because as a bereaved parent years and years ago, I know one of the big things that you worry about is how this family is going to get through this. And we've got such a great expert today, um, Erwin Erwin Sandler, and so happy to have him on. Hi, do you want to introduce Erwin? I would love to. I'm very honored to have Dr. Erwin Sandler here. He is one of the most prestigious people in the world on grief and loss, bar none. And, Mm -hmm. you know, after 9-11, I was brought back to New York City to work on a longitudinal study with Columbia University with firefighter families who had lost a parent in the Trade Center. And we used Irwin's work and his research to inform the way that we work with these families. Mm -hmm. Um, Dr. Sandler is the co-developer of the Family Bereavement Program. He is a professor at Arizona State University. He has published numerous, numerous research and articles on this topic. Um, And he won the Outstanding Contribution to Research Award at the Association for Deaf Educators and Counselors. Erwin, welcome to our show. Thank you, thanks for the introduction. One of the things that we were really loving are your five building blocks for resilient parenting. Sure, yeah, um, we think they really do capture um, ways that we can help parents kind of think about and work on how they can do exactly what, what you said, um, um, in terms of dealing with with such a difficult traumatic situation so um they grow out of our program which started um as heidi said as the family breathing program and most recently we've kind of tried to make that a very user-friendly program uh which we're now calling resilient parenting for bereaved families five building blocks really capture um, what we think is a way that is very accessible for parents to be able to work on this amazing task, which let's face it, it's a heroic task, as you know. Yeah, it's huge, huge. It's huge. Um, so the five building blocks cap- sort of try and break it down into the pieces, pieces that you can actually do. And the foundation is self-care. Many of these parents that you're, that you're working with and that I worked with were very young. They didn't expect to be single parents, and suddenly they found themselves bereaved and, and single parents, only parents, and had, had children to raise. It's so- amazing. I mean, it's, frankly, it's a heroic task. Mm-hmm. So the first part of it is kind of to, to recognize that, recognize that um, you need to take care of yourself in order to be able to both take care of yourself because you're also important. Mm-hmm. You need to be good to yourself. Uh, you need to be kind to yourself, gentle to yourself, because parents can very easily, you know, um, blame themselves. Say, yeah, like, a lot of shame and guilt connected with it. Which is amazingly sad because if anything, they're involved in, in a, a task that, nobody wants to do Mm -hmm. nobody chose to do and it's very hard so the first thing is 
is self-care and, and we provide some we think very useful tools and it's really built around the concept of self-compassion um, and which isn't one we made up but it's it's um, it's a very useful concept which you know one corner of that is just to be kind to yourself uh, and to recognize that you're kind of part of um, community of people who've experienced the same kind of thing. You're really not alone, although you may feel very much alone. Mm -hmm. uh, and we provide some exercise. You know, these are like tools. You can practice self-compassion. You can practice being kind to yourself. And we try and give parents tools that they can, they can use to do that. Just give us one example for that. Well, one example is um, self-talk, is, um, you know, instead of saying, um, I screwed up, you know, um, I, I'm not, um, it's my fault that my kids now are out of control or my kids now, I don't know what to do with their, their crying, um, to say, you know, to kind of step back and to say, I can do this. Um, it's hard. I want to acknowledge this is really hard. It would be hard for anybody. Um, but um, I need just to say, I need to be kind to myself. Mm -hmm. How would I, how would I treat, what would I say to a good friend who is experiencing this? Um, and um, say that to myself. The next step is, um, Positive activities, building positive bonds. I don't want to say building, it's strengthening the positive bonds between you and your child. And just because this is a family that has been through a, a tragic loss, it doesn't mean it isn't is a family that is only grieving. We are still a family that cares about each other and does positive things with each other. And, and Erwin, with the 9-11 FDNY families, the firefighter families, the number one thing that they loved to do was family fun time. It's, you know, it's very uh, interactive and you, you draw the children into being, to choosing the activity and even negotiating the activity. And it's just for the family. We have other activities around uh, what we call positive family bonds. That's the third building block um, is listening. Listening is magic. It really is. Either adult to adult or adult to children. And it's, it's, it's funny in a way that when you talk to people that are working with bereaved families and you're reading about uh, parenting of bereaved children, there's a lot of really smart stuff about what do I tell the children? <laughs> what do I tell the children? What, what do I tell the children in situ this situation or that situation? It's all smart stuff. It's good. <laughs> but the most powerful thing is how do I listen to my children? The four is uh, rules. Um, and, you know, families, for, a, for family to be functional, it has to have structure. It has to have rule. Children, um, to have a good relationship with their parent, they need to not be acting out. They need to be responsible for want of a better word. 
they need to not do be doing things that drive their parent crazy. As a bereaved parent, I think one of the things that you find is that you maybe sometimes cut the kids too much slack, That's more right. slack than they need to have cut because they, they do need the structure. But also, some, you're so exhausted, sometimes it's hard to stand up to the rule and, and you, know, you get into some conflict. Well, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, these are all ways that rules kind of fall by the wayside or can fall by the wayside. And ironically, um, it makes it harder. It makes it more work. Um, what we do in our program, and our program's a group program, is a lot of group support around this. Mm -hmm. um, um, and a lot of step-by-step, -step, you know, um, um, and a lot of, you know, just being very systematic about it. Okay, the fifth one is helping children coping. Supporting the child's coping with everything that's going on in their lives. Um, and there's a, lot of, there's a lot of parts to this. One part that we sometimes miss is just everything that we talked about up till now listening part of listening is showing the child that you understand that you understand their feelings if you understand their feelings and you're talking to them about their feelings you're helping them cope because you're helping them understand their feelings do some very explicit work around um, coping with grief reminders we also teach what we call guided problem solving there's two parts of coping one is coping with feelings the other is coping with realistic situations that you have to deal with. And they come up in their kids' lives. Kids are teasing me. I'm having a hard time doing my homework. And the parent can just say, would you like my help figuring it out? Yeah, I like that. Uh, and then we have a very simple, structured, um, guided problem solving that we teach parents. Uh, and we go through just a, the very basic problem solving of what do you think you could do? What are the possibilities? Hmm, how do you think they'd work? Um, what do you want to try? Um, and then, and I think this is the key, why don't you try it and come back and tell me how it went? We have um, created, in collaboration with some really wonderful agencies and with the support of the New York Life Foundation, um, we've created a very user-friendly format for the program. We kind of translated all the research we did, um, which showed the benefits of the program up to 15 years later, uh, into a practical program that agencies can actually deliver. You certainly have made a difference in the world, and I want to thank you so much. You've changed the way that I work with families. You definitely changed the way that we worked with the firefighter families after 9-11, and you have helped countless people find resilience after loss. So thank you so much. All right. Thank you for doing what you're doing. And thanks, everybody, for listening and watching this podcast today. And Heidi and I, and I'm sure Erwin, want to remind you that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own. And God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week 
for another Open to Hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.